listening to Nerdy Talk with Dan, the most popular podcast in Raleigh, North Carolina, that covers movies, video games, TV shows, and more. Prepare yourself for an hour or two of conversations of epic proportions. So sit back, relax, and enjoy with your amazing host, Daniel X. Thompson. Hey everybody, welcome back to Nerdy Talk with Dan. I am your host, Daniel Thompson, and today I'm with a special guest, somebody I've known for quite some time since my college days. Uh, He's a successful photographer with his own brand of cosplay photography and more. And uh, with Wage War Productions, Mr. Jonathan Gibson. Yo, yo, what's going on? Ah, nothing much, man. Nothing much. I'm, I'm, I'm just uh, happy to uh, be back recording a new episode, talking about Doctor Strange with you, man. For sure, for sure. So, I guess we should just get into it. Well, first off, I want to say to all of my listeners, hey, I'm still alive. <laughs> I took a little sabbatical, a little break, obviously, Thanks. and you know, uh, and that's good. I, I would recommend it to uh, anybody that you know is a little burned out. But uh, yeah, I had to do. We like I literally was talking to Jonathan about doing a podcast episode. Like we should just do one, and so you know, and then you guys kind of piled on. So here we are. Here we are. Yeah. So let's uh, let's talk about uh, Multiverse of Madness. What did you think? Uh, you know, I thought Sam did his thing. Mm. Um. It was definitely something a little bit different than what the MCU is used to Mm -hmm. as far as, I mean, yeah, it still had its comical elements. It still had some things that was, you know, very true to the comics, but it also had his very Raimi feel to it. Right. As far as like jump scares, like the buildup, you kind of like knew it was going to happen, but you didn't necessarily know what was going to happen type deal. Right, right. Um... And then, you know, I really enjoyed, like, the set design. The cinematography was great. You liked the whole movie, basically. I, I <laughs> enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. You, uh, ate, you ate all the meat off the bones of that chicken. Well, I was trying to think of the last <laughs> movie that we happened to be in the theaters and see. And I want to say it was... Spider-Man? I thought it was uh, the Batman. 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 Yeah. It was Batman. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed Batman for, you know, seeing the detective side of Bruce Wayne slash Batman. Um, And uh, honestly, killing away more Bruce Wayne and just kind of seeing more Batman being Batman type deal. Right. And in that same light... That's kind of the reason why I really enjoyed watching Doctor Strange. Mm. It's just because it's like, yes, we are seeing Doctor Strange. Yes, we're being overtly exposed if we weren't already by Loki and, you know, you know, different other movies that came out that were solo, like all the Spider-Man movies and, you know, the way uh, the Avengers movies went and things like that. Like, we're actually being like, okay, it is absolutely undeniably confirmed. (laughs) The multiverse exists. It's real. This is the one that we are used to seeing. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. And then this is the Game one straight. we saw here versus the one that we saw in Spider-Man Far From Home. Right, right. With our lovely Mysterio. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Right. Tough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, being able to see Sam just kind of like do his own thing, you know, outside of the scope of what every other movie was kind of like based and kind of scripted on, just kind of seeing him do his own thing was, I feel like, a sweet treat for, I feel like, not just moviegoers that were of the mature age, because <laughs> I will, spoiler alert, kind of a mature movie, mm. but uh, it was still, I don't know, it still kept this lighthearted funness, and I liked it, man, I liked it. Yeah, man, that was well said. That was that was that was almost poetic, you know. How you, how you, how you uh, described it. Yeah, it's the way I feel. Yeah, man. I mean, it was it was a good time in the theater, and I mean, for me, you know, I'm a Sam Raimi diehard. Like the right. only reason, like I went to film school and like wanted to like be like a filmmaker was because by the first Spider Man right. went so fucking hard, Bruh. <laughs> too too hard yeah i mean it wasn't hitchcock but i mean it kind of damn mm-hmm. near was like as far as the uh, superhero movies go right if you watch the first spider-man it uh, there's almost some sort of classic vibe to it now where it's like this is a comic book movie right it's, it's not very ashamed. majestic yeah for sure. it's not ashamed it's not trying to nope. fucking bullshit around stuff and be like oh yeah we we wanted to avoid that because it's you know a right. movie it's like no it's spider-man and it's fucking costume you're gonna see him do all the spider-man shit you want to see and, and in more. your face in your face right and it was fucking cool and the like camera shots were crazy it was like a home it, i think sam raimi has like a homemade video vibe yeah like for sure like holding the camera right, moving the right. camera What's in it, weird ways this, no this is not something added in post-production this is actually a cameraman possibly raimi himself <laughs> yeah literally holding this camera letting these people deliver these great very i don't know like very moment driven lines right like this is like oh we told you what you were gonna say actor a and we're not gonna tell actor b this so that they can legitimately give their response to what you're saying yeah just sometimes but i mean yeah and i I feel like he did it and you know i also think raimi raimi does a good job of uh in all of his superhero movies there's always a moral lesson in them and that is what is cool because I feel like comic books, you should have that. When you read a comic book, it's not just, I mean, you know, seeing somebody kick ass and stuff like that is cool. But if it's not about something, right? it's meaningless. And I feel like even Multiverse of Madness had like something to say, right. you know, about the cost of, not even the cost, but, you know, when you are feeling shitty about your life, when you're like, man, I wish my life could be this right. it could be better do you and then when you, <laughs> but sometimes the grass is not greener on the other side sometimes your life is is the best version right. of your life no matter what the most shitty. of it for sure yeah and i was like that's a great great message to have you know today because i feel like you know people a lot of people feel unhappy with their lives unfulfilled or whatever right but you know in this movie you, you literally see that journey of you know, an infinite amount of strangers trying to make their lives better and not really, it's not really working out. <laughs> hey, let's talk about it. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, are, we, are, we, are we spoiling? Yeah, we spoiling. This is full okay. spoiler. Okay. So just so you guys know, if you haven't seen the movie, sorry. Now's tell, the time. Tell tell Now's the time to <laughs> just walk away for Go see the movie. A good hour and a half. Yeah. Because we have a lot to say. Just, uh, what I will say is that, like, it's... Like, based off of what you're saying, for sure, like, I love the fact that not only do we see Doctor Strange kind of go from the more arrogant side of himself in the very beginning to the much more humble version of himself, still himself, Mm -hmm. still very much like, I could be Sorcerer Supreme if I wanted to, but... (laughs) I will give you the proper bow. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because, hey, we stand for Wong. We're the same. <laughs> Wong is the best. Right. Wong is the man. Um, but going to see him go from, like, the very, I got to be alone. I got to be the standalone. I got to be the only one that knows the one plan. Mm-hmm. And if you can't tell already, I'm holding up the one finger just like he did. <laughs> you know, just saying. Um Going to see him go from that transition to the more, uh, I don't know. He was like very much in his one self, in his one universe type he self. He in, yeah. Right. Yeah. He figured it out to a certain extent. He was very woke. Mm-hmm. And we're going to touch on his, <laughs> wokeness. his wokeness. But... My God, he was woke very much so at the very end of the movie. Like, not only was he looking at the different versions of himself, literally face-to-face value, but Mm. he was also looking at different love interests that he had in the different universe and hearing how those things went and transacted. And, you know, the way his love can, you know, penetrate time and space you Mm. know like all these different versions of himself but they all love this particular woman they all were basically losers yes (laughs) like there's more than one woman out there in the in the in the world yeah and i'm like bro you're the sorcerer supreme in some of these universes just go find some other chick that no i gotta love my trusty assistant (laughs) i gotta get christine i bet it's because she just didn't want him so he just wanted her more we all want what we can't have (laughs) And it's it's a unfortunate sign of the times, but hmm. it's also true. Um, but I just really love the way that he transitioned from just being like the I gotta know all be all, you gotta answer to me type strange to being, you know, I'm still Doctor Strange, but I'm also knowing my place within the universe. Mm-hmm. I know that there's more than one version of myself. And we all made mistakes, some similar more than others. I'm the only one that's not a douche. Not right. a complete douche. Not a full, complete douche. I mean, we don't know. That, statu- I mean, that statuesque version is strange. I mean, but we know now, right? Because that statue, they were like, it's a lie. Like They were like, he corrupted it, himself. I'm a really big like conspiracy theory nut, but... <laughs> Do we really like? We really do we know. really? We saw it with our own eyes. Okay, we did. He really was corrupted. We, we saw it. He had the burnt, crisp, crispy fingers. I mean, and as we find out toward <laughs> the end of the movie, even you really can't escape either version because I feel like 
I mean, let's talk about post credits, right? I didn't care for it either. Of them, we don't care. <laughs> well, okay. So the second post credit is definitely that, that one was funny, right? That yeah. was the shout out. Like I'm still Raimi. Okay, yeah. like these are my people. Kind of like how Adam Sandler still does that in all of his movies. Right, He's right, always right. gonna have his best friends around because what's the point of doing the job if you're not having freaking fun, right? That's true. So like the second one, okay, I get, but like. The mid and, and first post credit, it's like, here's all right, the wokeness interest. is woke again. What well, well, they were like, here's his new girlfriend, and it was just like, you know. Well, that was for people that are Dr. clearly fans. Right, comic book. I just feel like that was like not the appropriate time to introduce her. Like it would have been. I mean, I get it. They gotta they gotta get their 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 next thing. How else are you gonna introduce it, right? In, like, the third movie, just have her show up in, like, the first, like, ten minutes. Boom. It's it's easy. I don't need to, like, have my appetite wet for, like, Charlize Theron as, like, fucking his new love interest. Which doesn't even really... I don't even think that even... I don't think they have the chemistry to make I that I don't work. think that we necessarily cared for this part <laughs> of him just yet. And I hate to say that. Yeah, I don't want to sound like a dick on this sh- Uh That's true. But we don't care. Like, shop. All right, she's a she's a fox. She is. <laughs> but do we care about this? Like, okay, the end of the movie, he's finally over and allowing to let go of his former love interest. He's mm-hmm. happy for her. Move on. Cool. Right. Why can't he just be like a great supreme in training again? under Wong and just kind of like sorting out this mess that he did in No Way Home mm-hmm. and this other mess that he now knows about that he's now more woketh about right from Multiverse of Madness and the subsequent Loki series like, I just would have appreciated seeing like uh what's his fucking name uh uh Mordo Showing up like th- this, the, the actual the, one that yeah. we know that hates him. It would have been cool if the mid credit scene was uh, Strange showing up, finding Mordo out, seeking him out, and being like, I need your help. And then Mordo being like, The bill finally came due, you know, that would have been cool because then it would have been like, Oh, shit, okay, you know, now he's starting to see what Mordo was talking about, right? right. But you know, I get they're saving Mordo for like the third thing because he's probably going to end up being possessed by Dormammu or something. He's probably <laughs> going to end up attacking him and then they'll have some come to God moment mm-hmm. where they hug it out and they're like, wow, your visions are my visions and <laughs> vision's dead, but I see where you're coming from. I was expecting from. to see vision too. I, so hot take. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Sh- shout out to my boy novelist and you know hero for doing his hero hot takes because mm-hmm. I've been really getting into their stuff. But holy crap. Let's talk about pale version of Vision yeah. and how he exited WandaVision and we never saw anything of him after that. After Color Vision and him kind of like had their... He'll just show up somewhere right. like, what is it to be human? Somewhere. But if if the population, let's talk about it. If the population was snapped away, mm. that was living population. 
Okay. That wasn't trees. That wasn't half face of the earth. Right. That was just living beings. Right. Population. Mm-hmm. Was that version of Vision even alive? I think even with him having the the stone. I think he's just he just is. Right. He's just the being, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even think he can. He's neither. He's neither. He exists in both worlds and not at all at the same time. Super woke, <laughs> yeah. like just literally walking around only woke. Like the the last thing that we hear from him when they when they're talking to each other, he's like, "I know, yeah, I know what needs to be done now." And he just, yeah, they'll figure, away. They'll, they'll figure something out. But I mean. I was expecting to see like regular vision in the alternate timeline uh, with Wanda since that real Wanda or that alternate Wanda had kids. I was like, okay, well, vision and her did the thing. Right. Without the stone. Yeah. Just straight up the the actor under yeah. the vision. Yeah, right? they, yeah. She got she got her twins and I, I guess vision maybe still died. Maybe Thanos still killed them. But it, they just had kids before Thanos came because, you know, timeline shift and all that shit. But now what I don't remember is when they are back to the multiverse of Magnus, right? Mm-hmm. When they are in the, one of the last scenes when uh Wanda is facing Wanda mm-hmm. and she's like just know they'll be loved. Right. I don't remember seeing the a picture of the whole family, right, including our non-stoned vision. That's a good point. And also, another hot take. We're talking about. Oh, Professor X. Hey. When he floated in there, like my childhood was like. (laughs) Yeah, it was a great intro. We should tell him the truth. Please. And we got got Marvel 94 getting ready to drop. 94. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's exciting. Yes. Very exciting. Yes. So, let's talk about the fact that I really want them to go into the fact that Wanda's children are very much mutant gene. Are they? I mean, in my opinion, (laughs) I mean, my opinion, my humblest of opinions, I feel like her brother was... Definitely that. Yeah, they're the only ones to survive. It's it's murky only because of the whole fucking uh, what do you call it a uh, gem and or Infinity Stone bestowing right unlocking something within right. them. So you know it's like okay, so they're like proto mutants or something, or do mutants not exist in this the nine one nine universe or six, right. not, I said 919 the 616 universe <laughs> right they're just in North Carolina <laughs> yeah. and that's about it in the 616 universe you know maybe they don't exist yet and it's gonna take like some big crossover event to like ch- like converge that reality kind of like uh secret wars you know please you know like, please let's talk about secret wars i mean oh that's what gosh. everybody thought this movie was going to be we all thought it was going to at I least introduce it. i didn't think it was going to be that because i was like this is called it's Doctor too much strange. <laughs> one yes it's called dr strange and it's got to have some core focus on something yeah and i feel like for the most part the the movie definitely did focus mostly on that but uh 
why introduce all that extra stuff? And on top of that, they did also introduce his new love interest toward the end, which obviously yeah. was also very abrupt. Yeah. I mean, just play off of the fact that we got our counsel, you know, our Reed Richards. <laughs> you know? Bum ass Illuminati. <laughs> hey, look, when they said the Illuminati, I was like, We've got to see why some, like, like, actual stars that, like, are, like, the play. on. But the I'm Illuminati. like, why the fuck are they in, like, a... And this is me being criticizing the Illuminati thing. I'm like, why are they in a, a, a headquarters that you can just go to? Which is why I keep calling them the council. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, like, they should just be called the council. Maybe not the Illuminati, because it sounds like that should be, like, in a back room somewhere that nobody right. knows. Maybe I not see their faces. Maybe we just hear voices, and we just got to kind of, like, oh, in our nerddom wokeness, we just need to know these people's yeah. clues or something. But, like, I would have much rather just, like, been behind the veil. Well, not been behind the veil, but just been ushered into the room and them still being behind the veil without seeing them. But the people that we did see on this Supreme Court justice row up here, uh, when we did see them, I was definitely pleased with who we saw to a certain extent. I was like, I don't believe y'all killed Thanos. (laughs) I think Doctor Strange. Did it happened way too easy, way too quickly. <laughs> I was like, y'all telling me the five of y'all with Strange, that universe is Strange stopped Thanos. No way. I was like, I can believe Strange did it by himself. Maybe with Captain Marvel's help. But right. The rest of them, I was just like, y'all are too fucking weak sauce to do anything. And what? Okay, so again, let's not downplay the fact that in his own right smartest beings in the universe if we're looking at somewhat totality and reed richards just happens to be there with tony stark he didn't seem that smart to me he didn't seem that (laughs) smart man he seemed like well you know based off of my hypothesis i am now spaghetti yeah or yeah pretty much pretty much he's like hey he's like wanda settle down otherwise my boy here he could destroy you with one word. Like, why the fuck would you tell her that? I and mean, then he became Neo from the first Matrix movie. Yeah. Like, mm, yeah, I'm like, shit. I'm like, don't you know? like? I'm like, I'm pretty sure he knows about Wanda's abilities. Right. Like, he if they're in the Illuminati, they keep tabs on all superpowered beings. Exactly. Right. But it was just ridiculous that he just was like, you know, don't do this. Like, it would have been better if he had just kind of, I don't know, in my brain. How that that whole scene sequence of her killing all of the members and stuff would have been awesome if they did a little button thing at the end where whenever Wanda's unpossessed by our Wanda when she's like leave or you know going back home right she's in the Illuminati hallways and the Illuminati group is still alive it was all just a projection from Professor X. Please God. Okay, so so this is where I, where I was thinking too. I was I was looking at it. We were we were ushered into the room by the greatest robots known to man. You know, mm-hmm. and not only did they usher him in there, they shoved him at the end, which was to me hilarious. Yeah. But when we get in there, it's a domed area. Mm-hmm. It's domed. All right. Now, not to be on my super wokeness, but we also know a quite 
famous domed area mm. in the X-Men universe. Oh, you thought it was going to be like in Cerebro or something? I thought it was mm. either Cerebro or the training room. Oh, yeah, that would have been a lot. That would have been a lot to take in. It would have been a lot to take in, but it would have definitely played on your, oh, we pushed the button. I just would have just wanted him to have, not. I just didn't I feel right about Professor X getting taken out by Wanda like that because it, it would have made more sense if Professor X and uh, Reed were just like, hey, the best way to probably negate any of this shit from getting like bad is just to make her think that she's winning. Right. <laughs> you know? Let her go away. Let her, let her do her thing. Let her get that strange. We aren't there yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clearly not. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to be the smartest. Okay. Again, we're looking at this council, right? Professor X is one of the literal strongest minds in Marvel Universe, period. Yeah. Why is he even having, like, even the way that he lost control in this little, again, Matrix white room. That's his fucking playground. Exactly. I would have been like, oh, you're a red smoke. And you're trying to save this girl under some rocks? Like... Yeah, be he, better. He would have had like super strength, been like, "Oh, these are nothing." Boom, boom, rock's gone. Come right? On. How about I just unthink that rock on top of you, and you just stand up? Like we're in the kiddie pool. Stand up. Yeah, you don't have cool. to drown. Yeah, if they were gonna bring in Professor X, it would have been cool for him to have shown up for like at least two minutes, and then just owned Wanda. Like, just got her out of there. Like, okay, well, oh, you're possessing this body. Okay, bye. Maybe he could have struggled a little bit, but it just would have been cool to see Professor X at, like, the height. Can we, like, actually see him be an Omega level? Yeah. I mean, is he... I mean, when it comes to our, like, introduction to mutants, if I'm not mistaken, don't quote me on it, I want to say he's definitely one of the first. I would say so. And is that not the definition of... Like, come on, you you own, one, you're the first one that we know. Two, you have a school that you're teaching other people. Right. So not only are you controlling your own self, but you're going into the minds of others, seeing how they got their mutant gene and teaching them how to control that. Yeah, that whole Illuminati sequence was kind of, now that I'm thinking about it, could have been written better only because they were like, asking strange all these questions when you literally have a guy who could tell you in like 10 seconds if this guy is somebody we should trust you know but we're trying to like give him like the chance to tell himself this yeah i would have been through his voice like no he is arrested it would have been cool yeah if he had just looked at strange's mind and then saw the events of infinity war and been like yes he chose to sacrifice you know, half of the universe or whatever, but that's only because he knew it was going to work out. So he's strange. This strange is better than our strange because he actually did the homework of seeing how things would play out. Right. You I know? was going to say more so than being like the other one who just literally, like, oh, immediately, oh, immediately <laughs> went and was like, yes, this is going to be my power now. And you guys are just going to bow to me. Well, I thought that was interesting when they showed the scene of the corrupted Strange, like, on his knees with Thanos dead. And he's like, you know, I'm ready. You know, where it was like, I guess he knew he was about to get, like... Offed. Yeah. <laughs> he was For sure. Get, like, but it probably was that they 
I bet they all kind of came together and agreed on it because he said he said strange it came to them and told them what was going on with them. So, you know, it probably was a group decision with uh, everybody. Uh, okay, so check it. This is how we know that it was a group decision. And two, that even though he had went like batshit insane, uh, the the group was like we'll. We'll allow you to do this. We'll allow you to tap into this book. Mm-hmm. Even based off of, hey, look, talk about the acting all you want. <laughs> but based off of what we're able to see, based off of what they show to us, when they're around him on this planet and he's on his knees and he's waiting to get, you know, execution style. Right. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Freaking. Uh, we got we got our, our lady looking away. Yeah. You know, we got. You know, my man apologizing, obviously, through words that kill, <laughs> literally. Um, you know, even even Professor is, like, looking at him, and he's like, you know, you know what we have to do. He's giving him the very, yeah. Logan, you don't have to go away. Right. Like, but you do, because... How cool would it you're have wild. been? How cool would it have been if it wasn't Black Bolt that took him out, but it was, like, Wolverine? <laughs> Execution style, just too like much a, of that, bub. Just like, just, <laughs> or just like, put like his like fist against the back of Strange's head, and all we just hear is like a Ching! yeah, right. I would be like, ooh, Wolverine filling out that, and that's all we see. Yeah, because I'm like, yeah, I, I feel like those members aren't killers, but like in that situation, it would have been cool to have an actual killer kill because Wolverine's got blood on his hands. This and- this man, let's talk about it. <laughs> Prior serve. You know, shout, shout out to my Soldier. vets. Yeah. Right, shout out to my vets. Uh, he 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 does the things that needs to get done, and I'm really I'm really excited to see. Okay, so I, I'm excited, but I'm fearful. <laughs> How they're gonna bring anybody else into that role of Wolverine outside of? Mm. Okay, hear me out. Mm-hmm. Just a little meow meow meow. If our boy Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Is able to convince OG Wolverine mm-hmm. to hop in and do just a quick month, mm-hmm. six month top of shooting, and just back to back nonstop for three movies straight. He's 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 at the height of his fitness again. I just. Uh, them two, them two are great friends in real life. I know, I know. It, it, the banter would be. Okay. Literally ad lib. Okay. Just well, here's the, here's the here's the rub. We know that Kevin Feige and Hugh Jackman had a meeting like last year or some shit like that. We don't like that meeting. I mean, we know Secret Wars is on the horizon, and that's where the whole Marvel load will come to completion, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's everything because we're gonna get everybody that's ever played a Marvel superhero in one movie. Now. We Consolidate could, our universes, please. Yeah, now we could get Hugh Jackman in a Deadpool three because you know he time hops and all that shit. Right, cable. Is yeah, it's easy, <laughs> easy to do. But it's like, do you want to waste that moment on Deadpool three to get Hugh Jackman back, or do you want to like save save it for like like Secret Wars event where he just shows up and he's in the full fucking Wolverine regalia for the first and last time. Ever, I would love to see, if I could just see Hugh Jackman 
in the full Night Stalker, freaking yellow and black, mm-hmm. freaking horns, mm-hmm. blue gloves. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about some real like Marvel comic stuff. Mm-hmm. Even if they're like somehow you know with dr strange and they're talking about oh yeah me and this young you know very very powerful you know multiverse traveler was like catapulted through these universes and i couldn't help but notice we were flung through a comic book version Old school comic book version of a Marvel universe, mm-hmm. and we see that version of Wolverine for like the one and only time. Yeah, so Logan was great. Just one time, yeah, just one. Logan the movie was a great like boom. That's it. Hugh Jackman's gone. He served his time. Yeah, but if we could get him just that and like the cling cling of like the dog tags. Yeah, it could be cool. It could be really cool. I think it would be dope, man. Yeah, and I mean, I think with Multiverse of Madness, people that were expecting things like that, and it's just, you know, what we got was was cool. You know, it just was like, at the same time, we didn't want to see, like, certain people die. Like, cause, cause Not think, immediately. Cause Literally, the whole council died yeah, except in Mordo. five to ten minutes. Yeah, Mordo just waited around and, like... <laughs> He's still stuck in the little... Because he couldn't do the double... Oh, e- he couldn't do the double I jump. see why I hated you in the other universe. Because you couldn't climb a wall? You do better. Jump. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it was just a... It was a smart choice, probably, to just have those, like, lame Illuminati members and just kill them. Because it's just, like... You know, like, I don't really care much for John Krasinski as Reed Richards. A lot I was, of people don't. I was never, I was never, when I was seeing those Photoshop pictures, I was like, there's just something that's not Reed Richards about this guy. Not that I hate, I love John Krasinski and anything I've seen him in, but right. I'm like, y'all could have just got the dude from the original back. And I would have been like, ooh, that's cool, because, you know. We know his face. We know his face. Those movies, even though they weren't the absolute best, pretty close. uh, Low key, if you didn't enjoy at least the first Fantastic Four movie, yeah, I would have been. I would have been more hyped to see. uh, I don't. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Ian Grufford, something like that. Yeah, if if he had came back as as Reed and had like the beard and it just become a little bit more world weary. Right. But it was the same. Reader. He's not. He's not so detached from the world. He's like, I live here now. Like, yes, I'm way smarter than all of you. But. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I buy Ian Griffith as as Reed. I thought Richards. he did a great job. Yeah, like I feel like he was more like Reed because I think he was more in his head and he was more detached because you know obviously that was kind of the first movie storyline where where. Uh, Sue was trying to get him to open up a little bit more because she was like, you're just hard to love. Right. You're hard to love because you're just fucking in your head like way too many times. And uh, I don't know. I just thought that that was it would have been cool to see him with the beard and then get turned into Spaghetti Man. Right. So, again, (laughs) Spaghetti Man, real sad. Um, (laughs) Like it was that was actually comical. Like people next to me were like. Whoa. Oh my god, that's so graphic! I was like, we just saw an eyeball come out of an octopus. That's true. I don't think we're gonna get much like that was comical com- compared. I mean, honestly, with the sound even, effect, right? Even even the freaking 
I mean, let's talk about this man again, blowing his brains out because he was like, <laughs> oh, which also, what mouth? <laughs> except that didn't even, and even that was like kind of, it was like, I get why it's a cool moment, but it's also like, if you're like a comic book nerd, you'd be like, oh, but like Black Bolt trained himself not to get like. Not to talk off. Why would I off myself? Well, not even that. It's just he's trained himself not to speak, so that him losing his mouth, he's in control of his emotions at all times. So even if he was freaking out, he wouldn't go like and blow his own head off. He would just. He would probably touch his face and probably give them like the Deadpool like side face, like (laughs) he really in control. Yeah, and this is what we're doing. And he's got other abilities too. So like, I'm just like he's. Apparently, in the comic books, he's got like super vulnerability or some shit. So I don't even think his head would have. I think his whole body would have adjusted to not having a mouth. He just would have had to breathe through his nose. Be like, hmm. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, just, you know, like it would just adapt. Right. But whatever. Right. So, you know, now that we go through this, I'm realizing there's a lot of gripes here. But. Let's just keep going, you know, because look, when you get when you get comic book movies, you're either going to be really happy or you're going to be really let down. And I feel like regardless to whether you're really happy, you're always going to be a little bit let down because there's going to be something that you were looking for Hmm. that you saw in a comic that you were like, oh. I just fuck. That I, would be so cool if we could see that on screen. I just am like, it's well, it's hard because it's like with movies in general, most people like movies when they're well thought out, right? Like the Batman is a well thought out movie. If you try to find a a a, a, a plot hole in it or a nitpick in it, it's yeah. hard because the writer thought the shit out so meticulously right. that you could go back and find something and be like, oh shit. Okay, well, that shut me the fuck up. Right. But here, you know, it's like, you know, again, you could think about certain things and you're like, mm, You literally... Okay. It's still a good movie, but... Great movie. Yeah. But, again, I'm, I'm too much of a conspiracy theorist <laughs> to go watch this movie and then be like, so you telling me in a movie that we're supposed to be almost collapsing and kind of like bringing our intelligence a little bit closer together because we now understand that there is a multiverse and there is, you know, alternate versions of people mm-hmm. and they can make different decisions. Some make the same, da 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 right. Are you telling me that you're giving me more plot holes <laughs> that are then opening my mind to more conspiracy theories? Do you think I went to sleep after watching it? No. I went and watched literally every, like, in-depth, Looper video or Nerdist video having to deal with, <laughs> oh, what you miss when you watch Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness mm. or what you would have seen from from uh, Spider-Man No Way Home that you saw then again here. Or, That's a lot. It's a lot of work. It's a freaking <laughs> lot. And I was literally watching maybe like three to maybe six other videos just throughout the day today. And mm. I was just like... Are you serious? Like, this is what you give us? Like, uh, again, very happy with the way the movie turned out. <laughs> just nitpicking I, a little. Just small. But you can't please everybody. That's true. That is the biggest truth that there is with these types of movies. You just can't please everybody. Some people were expecting to see fucking Blade and fucking Ghost Rider and fucking... 
There's a lot of things we want to say. Yeah, and I'm just like, damn, let the let 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 Feige like go at his own pace, his own speed. Now they did say they reshot a lot of the movie, like forty percent of the movie, right. three months ago. Like that whole Illuminati sequence was a reshoot. Right. So I'm like, curious. everybody's in close quarters. <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious what the original like version of this movie was. At least the original cut. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, sure, release the Raimi cut. Let me see because apparently it was a lot more intense. Is what you know. The rumors are swirling around. Like, oh, this. I mean, we we know who Sam Raimi is. Yeah. So like, if what we thought was queasy now, which was died down clearly. Imagine yeah. what it looked like before. Yeah, because I'm like, you know, Raimi is a very focused filmmaker, and he's the guy that has to hold the knife. <laughs> you know? Quite so, incision-based yeah, knife. Yeah. yeah, and so, like, when you see when he has the knife completely under his control, great, amazing superhero movie. Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, Evil right. Dead, Evil Dead 2. Right. It's meticulous. He's just a meticulous filmmaker. Spider-Man 3, there were a lot of cooks in that pot, but still... Right. It's still a serviceable, serviceable movie. But uh, with this, you know, he's got Kevin Feige. He's got Disney. He's got all of these corporate entities, like... All converging get, into one universe. Trying to push shit. <laughs> yeah, trying to be like, hey, we got to put Black Bolt and all these other people right. in here. And I'm sure he probably was like, oh, whatever. Fuck it. Let's do it. But, you know, I don't think that was there originally. I think there was another plot line. There has to be an original plot line, and what I'm also believing is that the reason why he put those particular people on the council Mm -hmm. is really to... Nobody liked Inhumans. (laughs) Quick side tangent. (laughs) Nobody liked Inhumans. Such trash. Like... Yeah. On Disney Plus, if you want to watch it. Shout out to Disney Plus. Yeah. They just put everything on there. Support the podcast. Mm. We love everything you do. (laughs) Nobody liked Inhumans, okay? That's true. Nobody liked Inhumans. Everybody, especially the newcomers, mm-hmm. because this is what a lot of the Marvel movies are doing, is you may not be a fan of comic books and reading a book, mm. humans, <laughs> read a book. If you wasn't into that before, at least this will introduce you to these particular characters that you might not have seen before if it wasn't for like... Early DVD exiting VHS. Yeah, they could have had some cooler ABC Marvel Illuminati members. Like, Black Bolt, I get it. He's he's a part of the group originally. He's I a mean, part of Disney and Disney. Yeah. Mm. What about, uh, they could have got a, what's her face, uh, Quake from uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Honestly, as an would have loved to see that. How cool would that have been if she tried to use her Quake powers on Wanda? Wanda was just like. Just standing there like. You yeah. gotta be kidding me. Something. That, this is what you brought? Yeah, vibrate, like vibrated Quake until she just turned into nothing. I would have loved to see, like, especially with, with Raimi being Raimi, I would have loved to see his directing being like, so Wanda, when she tries this Quake stuff, I really just want you to act like you're kind of like seizing from this like <laughs> enormous earthquake and then just snapping and then she's just yeah butter. Yeah. And I mean, I think... Uh, you know, most of the deaths were pretty cool. Like Captain Carter, when she got split in half, you know, people were like, ooh, in the theater. Thanks. You know? Thank you to what if. <laughs> Thank you to what if. Is that the same Captain Carter, though? 
Hey, shout out to what if? Cause she, yeah, because I'm like, and what if she got sucked into a wormhole and ended up somewhere else? And it, that could have been, but there's, you know, mostly. Right, I mean, so. we saw what if, right? Yeah. So she definitely was in a wormhole. Mm-hmm. You never know. Just saying. Look, bring back, bring back the captain that we that we need now more than ever. <laughs> Right. Um, I would have also just another side tangent because I love those. Um, I would have really loved seeing either now or in the future when they're traveling. I would love to see for a split second our original Johnny Storm. Mm. I feel like it would be very interesting because we ah, haven't I seen you in a Stars and Stripes somewhere? Deep cut. Yeah. Right. Secret Wars. Ah. Yeah, I've seen no you worry. before. They'll, they'll, they'll be they'll be around. I'm sure Ian Griffith, Michael Chiklis, fucking uh, Jessica Alba, and Chris Evans will all be happy to Please. reprise their Fantastic Four roles and get some closure. Right, that would be cool. Give us give us the closure that we want for that. Let let us let us see. Even even if they did this in the because you know no secret here they're definitely gonna try to reboot again mm-hmm. after their failed reboot oh. of Fantastic Four. Wait, they made a reboot? No, 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 no. I don't, I don't remember. I don't, remember. <laughs> I, I don't yeah, no. What? That, no. that movie was like, I would rather watch Dragon Ball Evolution than watch Fantastic Four. <laughs> but you know the reason why I would rather watch the newest, fanta- like their reboot, the only reason, the only reason that I would want to rewatch it or see a version of at least one of those characters is Michael B. Jordan. I don't want to see that shit. The only reason, (laughs) the only reason is like with great directing. Nah, they wasted that opportunity. Ah. Because I was with you. I was like, when he got cast, I was like, oh, well, fire. If we go off of Chronicle, he can play cocky and. All that shit. A right, extreme deep cut. Yeah, go see Chronicle. Yeah, right. Freaking out. Great movie, but uh, handheld. Yeah, it's great. Yeesh. Excellent. But uh, yeah, I was like, oh, he could play an excellent Johnny Storm, and then he just gave me this fucking weak, sad boy Johnny Storm who had daddy issues, and I was like, you guys didn't love me. I'll be your best friends, and I'll support you, and I'll I'll stick up for you. Yeah, like I would be literally if I was. And if I was Michael B. Jordan, if I was in his shoes and I got cast as Johnny Storm and I got the script and it was that, I would be butthurt the whole production. I would be trying to be like, hey, can we, uh, I'm going to spice this up a little bit. And they, hey. they would have to fire me because I'd be like, I'm not doing a fucking sad, lame Johnny Storm. Now, check me. That was very, I'm going to say very early in his career <laughs> because... Much better now, Michael B. himself. Yeah, he could have. Yeah, he. I mean, come on. I still would have been. We saw him <laughs> as a Tom Clancy protagonist. He was kind of Wonder Bread in that too, but but he was in great shape. But he was in great shape. <laughs> he had great composure because he's not supposed to really have emotion. He's, he's gone through some traumatic things. I just don't buy him as that type of killer. I buy him as like a Killmonger type of killer. So great as Killmonger, so great. please, mm, <laughs> just Killmonger, please. Yeah, so great. 
Okay, here's this is a deep cut. This is the only hype that I had or a preconceived notion of what was going to be in Multiverse of Madness that didn't happen. Say it, say it because I want to hear you yeah, say it. Yeah, I was expecting. Say it. I was expecting to see the Killmonger from What If and the Doctor Strange from What If because they got trapped in a pocket universe yes. at the end of that yes. episode. And in uh, that Killmonger had the Infinity Infinity uh, Gauntlet. Yes. And that Strange had kind of redeemed himself a little bit, but they kind of it was like kind of a dark ending, right? Because they're just trapped there forever. But I was like, what if this multiverse of madness shit? What if somehow they break out? What if they got free? Yeah, I was like, how badass would it have been if like at the mid credit sequence? What if Pocket the door was up? open? Yeah, and they show Wakanda, and then that fucking Killmonger just lands in there with the gauntlet or with the stones. So <laughs> crazy. No joke. Mm. And again, conspiracy nut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If this is all multiverse and the snap kills you mm-hmm. because we've still not tackled a heaven nor a hell right. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. we know that there may be a limbo area. Afterlife, some sort of afterlife. Black right, Panther. right. We, we're all going to the plane and we're running forever. <laughs> Forever. I don't want to run around. It sounds lame as fuck. I mean, yes, but we right. Just, we're frolicking. I'm, I'm kidding. Sorry. We're if, frolicking. You, if you want to do that in your afterlife, that's cool. I'm right, sorry. Right. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just say that the waiting area where we had Tony Stark and we had Thanos, sort of, when he did the snap. They know you're talking about that like watery, right? Uh, watery, reflection amber cloud yeah. waiting area mm-hmm. where we had uh Black Widow, we have freaking Tony Stark, and we have Thanos just kind of like thinking back on everything that conspired right. and then being woke in the moment. Mm-hmm. We're thinking about the area in Wakanda where. You know, the fathers and those that were, right. even those that weren't buried properly. Let's Where are you talk going about with this? Where are you going hey, with look, this? Hey, <laughs> look, what if a door opened up for them mm-hmm. and the option was to let one of you free from each one of these resting areas to mm. redeem your I feel like that's like, life in the living. I feel like that's like a plot for like uh, Midnight Suns or something when they Can do we? That. Okay, we're, we're, we're going deep. Yeah. Because I really love Midnight Suns. I don't really... I mean, I have, like, some knowledge of it because they're kind of like Supernatural Avengers. Uh, love the Punisher. So... I'm just like, okay, how's the Punisher gonna... Like, can you imagine John Bernthal... Marine Corps. But can Doesn't you imagine matter. John Bernthal going, like, you know, with Blade and Ghost Rider going, like, yes. I don't believe in fucking fairy tales and shit like yes. that. And then you see a fucking werewolf. Yes. And he's just unloaded on it, like... And but Blade is like, you can't kill it with that. Here, I, take this bullet. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> are you, are you, are you <laughs> now, kidding me? You're I'm, giving a Marine yeah. a good bullet now that I to kill these things? Do you understand that the Marine <laughs> in me is so for that right now? now that I, I want to hear a it. good oorah from freaking Punisher, and I want to see him lock one Ooh. bullet, one bullet in the chamber. Okay, now that we talk about it, I can yeah, kind of yeah, envision yeah. Punisher in it, and it would be kind of cool because he's like the normal guy. He's like the Hawkeye. There's always got to be one. <laughs> yeah. 
token normie. Yeah, and that would be cool, you know. And I, we still have yet to see, you know, how they're gonna do Blade. Some people thought Ghost Rider was gonna show up in this movie. Which one are we talking, biker or are we talking biker. Reyes? Yeah, I'm, I'm all biker, biker okay. all day. That's that is Ghost Rider to me. Not Cars. not not here for the for the hot rod. No, I, now I did like him in Agents of Shield, but it was just like, you know. I like Ghost Rider. I like original Ghost Rider. You know, it's like, that's like Superman without a cape. Right. You know? It's like, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> you know how weird that would be? Yikes. So, so, He's just an alien. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, somebody was like, oh, well, you know, Ghost Rider would have been too powerful to be in this movie. And I was like, yeah, that's true. Because he would have, he would have finished Wanda off without a second. Considering thought. how everybody looks everybody in the eyes. <laughs> absolutely. And, do you know how many people you've you probably don't know how many people you've killed yeah let alone just this movie alone yeah that was a high body count sheesh penance stare it's over sheesh (laughs) yeah he wouldn't even have to say look into my eyes based off of the marvel cinematic universe yeah you're gonna make direct eye contact with whoever it is you're fighting (laughs) yeah and it was it's over and it was uh, really cool to see uh, uh, the the Darkhold Strange. Yes. I wanted to see more of him because when I saw the trailer for the first time, I thought it was going to be they were going to have to have an uh, uneasy alliance. And that that Strange was going to be... Have them come together at least a little bit. Yeah, and that Strange was kind of going to be like a rub his hands, shuckster type of guy. Like, you know, the guy that you can't turn your back on completely. Like, you I'll know? help you out, but after we're done... Gonna, I'm going to continue to wail on you a bit because there can only be one. Yeah, like in the trailer when he's like, things just got a little out of hand. I was waiting for that in the movie. That didn't happen. But I was like. Unfortunate. Yeah, but I was like, I like that energy. And I was like, it would have been cool if that was like a good 30% of the movie where it's just like. Yes. He does some type of double cross and shit just gets Please. more and more right. bizarre. This is why I can't. Not, be, in, not Inception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why I can't. Do like, or like, if I was a direct, a filmmaker, or like a director of a Marvel movie, and they gave me this property, I would just go like bananas with it. You have to, yeah. And I would be like, okay, what characters can I use, and what characters can't I use, and why can't I use them? Let me convince you why <laughs> not using them is a bad idea. And, okay, so this is also something like they did this a little bit. I feel like it was very peek into the the very surface level of what like insanity potentially could look like just because we've seen insane movies before right Mm -hmm. oh the adjustment bureau they wear a hat and they can just go through any door type Mm -hmm. deal or uh inception the world folds on itself type deal um this is literally a multiverse of madness right i want to see like somebody walking through a hat and it'd be like the mind of like the most insane photoshop person ever because literally photoshop is literally taking your imagination and saying i'm gonna do it right i want to see you walk and it'd be like an optical illusion type deal like you're walking away but you're actually walking on the palm of somebody's hand yeah i want to see you falling right i want to see you fall into the ocean but you're actually walking on the sky type right. deal. Like, I want to see that. But shout out to the editors for <laughs> giving you a scene that you didn't even get to see in the movie. Yeah. But it made you go see it anyway. It did. You know? They really did. I mean, I was so hyped for that line. 
things just got a little out of hand. Yeah. Literally looking, and I want to see like a slight, a slight pan to like the 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 slightly darked fingers. Yeah, of I would, him. He's yeah. like, oh. yeah. In my mind, I was like, they could have gone a lot darker with this strange. Because I mean, he, I guess he tried to save the world by using the dark hold, and shit just got out of hand. And yes, now there's just oblivion, which right. he just stays in this fucking haunted house. Which is one of my other favorite lines of the movie, where he's like. He's like, you know, we got the powers of a god, but yet, you know, I just come back to this goddamn haunted house. (laughs) With the stairway that goes to heaven, seemingly. Yeah, it's just like, you know, it it, it was just really cool to, like, I think the movie would have benefited from more strangers that all showed different aspects of strange, but how it could get distorted easily with one decision. Yes, you get distorted, like because Defender Strange is, you know, he seems like a good dude, but right. he, but he will take it to the extreme to win, right? Like he'll do because it's just one option. Yeah, he'll do anything to win. Like when he was stealing America Chavez's power at the beginning, right? And she's like, "We're friends," and he's like, "I know." Like he really, like I really believe that he didn't want to do it. I mean, great acting yeah. on uh, alternate Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> yeah. Um, he definitely seemed like, like when he said, I know, it didn't seem like he was saying, oh, I know we're friends. Yeah. He was saying, seriously. Yeah, I try. I don't, <laughs> I don't want this for you. Yeah, he's like, I exhausted every hour. I'm literally getting pulled apart, and so are you. So, you don't know how to control that, but if I did. I <laughs> could I could maybe even potentially save you. I, we don't know. I mean, that yes, this cool. is your power, but maybe I could give it back. Who knows? And that was kind of the cool thing, too, is that, you know, like, it's also, it, it is a clever writing because it also delved back into the whole, you know, you have to be the one holding the knife thing. And to him to finally reach that point at the end where he finally lets go and lets whatever happens, happens. You know, he has faith in another person to come through. Because we all have a person, or maybe you are that person that is like, I, 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 I'm I, more effective if I just do this shit myself. Right. But when you have... Clearly that, his original concept, art, and brain yeah. function is, I am Dr. Strange. Yeah, I'm a neurosurgeon. I, I do this shit. Like, you can't do it. I can do it. I'm the only one that can do it. Let's talk about some really deep shit real quick. <laughs> um... Even the way that, I mean, let's talk about the amazing writing that we have in the comic books Mm -hmm. where he's just, again, we're talking about the transition from original Strange in the comics and in the cinematic universe from when he's he's like this award winning, you know, very, very, you know, selfish and not selfless version of himself where he's like, yeah, somebody else could do this. But I need the praise, and I know that I can do it and get it done type deal. Right. He goes from that to the really horrible accident, which takes away his legitimate gift. Right. His legitimate power. Right. Outside of his mind, Mm -hmm. because you have to have some level of intelligence, strong brain power to do neurosurgery. Right, right. But... Now you've taken away the other part of him that makes him him. Mm-hmm. You see him decline to some of that, 
and then you see his upbringing back to where he's whole again. Yeah. Imagine if we had that version again where he we're looking at third eye woke strange here <laughs> and instead of him being able to use his hands, he has to only be able to do these things neurologically, mm-hmm. like through his brain power, mm-hmm. make these things happen. Because, again, he slipped back into a very dark version of himself. And the only other time we've seen that outside of the comic book versions is when he had no use of his hands. Let him have no hands again. <laughs> I mean, that would be a pretty entertaining Raimi thing to do in a in multiverse of madness is to have like a stranger with no arms or he's Be just like, kind of like <laughs> arms folded or I would, I would go with just no arms like the car accident was just so bad they had to like cut amputate off. yeah and that would have been kind of funny because he probably would have just he probably would have just manifested like magic hands right you know like they, they you would have seen some wild stuff and, and that's i think the movie needed more and like it was great but it's like Okay, more insanity. Like just And you know what? Take it back a bit. In the beginning of the film or t- toward, you know, second act, we do definitely see majestic hands if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> like large majestic hands at one point. No? Uh where you can have to be uh, more I want to say this is when they're fighting uh Oh wait, no, when they're fighting the Shumagrath thing and he summons that Thank like you for calling head. it by the proper name <laughs> we appreciate that yeah yeah uh, yeah no i believe there was definitely a, a very quick moment where yeah. there was like large hand yeah like a demon hand right and then like a dog head demon dog head that like, Come, that ate, like it was crazy can we just talk about what was that hell was that a hellhound it could have been i mean he's got some serious knowledge i mean it was cool seeing him pull out some tricks to find the Shumagrath for the first time because right. it was invisible and he did the shit with his hands and was like right and then he could see now it. he being woke again yeah. all right how many times do we see dr strange actually get woke yeah. i was i was again deep diving playing it in, back in my mind i feel like really great cinematographers and directors always play off numbers and you know different you know, editorial, like, you really got to be woketh, woketh in order to know this stuff. Right. And, you know, that you know, there's always a power in numbers when it comes to anything power-based. It comes through a power of numbers, whether it be holy number, whether it be evil number. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always some type of number base. And I was like, imagine if we could find a really extreme deep cut when they finally released this movie <laughs> and we go back and watch it and there's like a number sequence to the amount of times or the moments in the film in which he awakens yeah that'd be cool that'd be cool but i feel like sam raimi's just not that guy he's not the spiritual guy he's just more I like am conspiracy yeah. you understand what I'm it saying? would be cool though like i feel like that would be really a really cool uh little easter egg to put in that movie and you know we have yet to see like a fully i guess uh tapped in potential strange movie where some someone is just like let's make a real supernatural strange movie but let's get into the weird stuff but i feel like all of the strange or things we've seen strange in is like an evolution to get there because you know at the end of the movie 
you know, they try to play it like his third eye opening up. Literally, his third eye opening up right. is a bad thing. But then in the mid-credit sequence, he's totally fine. He's totally fine Come, with it. Okay. Also, not only is he completely fine and going into the realm of Dormammu, mm-hmm. yep. but one thing that Wicked Strange had was the blackened fingertips. Right. Both mid and end credit, we saw no fingertip. Yeah, uncorrupted. So we know that the third eye opening means you're just, you just know, you just opened up, which if you're in the spirituality, the third eye is like, you know. You're awakened. Yeah, you're, it's an awakening, right? So I feel like that was really cool to see and kind of true to the, the weirdness of the comics where it's just like, okay, what is this strange capable of doing now? Because he's doing weird shit now with the cape. You know, right. he's turning the cape into scarves and shit. <laughs> right. The, the, the cape is uh, manifesting itself, I feel like, in a very play on words, magician sort of fashion, yeah. which I'm here for. Right. I'm here for it. You know, the, 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 the cape always had its own, like, the, the, the beautiful thing about the cape in any of the times you see Doctor Strange is that it always has its own, like, type of, it has its own characteristics. It, it has its own personality type deal. Like, it has its own version of comedy where it's like, oh, we're going to get your hair out of your face, or we're going to tickle your nose, or something right. like that. Or, you know, we're going to, hey, tell you to come over here. Hey, focus on this. Right. Like, Yes, the the cape is doing the thing, but getting back to it, come on, Doctor Strange, you got to go crazy. And the fact that Sam Raimi is now introduced as a director. Yeah, he's going ham. And this is the, the, in the second movie, no less. Yeah, and this is one of the first Marvel movies that is directed by a veteran filmmaker. Hey, shout out to my vets. yeah, Yeah, shout out, shout out. But it's like, you know, all, most of the 20, I don't, know, I don't know how many Marvel movies there are, but 20-something right. Right. Uh, are directed by, you know, newcomer directors or, you know, directors that aren't used to this comic book style. Yeah, and they're not household names quite. Sam right. Raimi, damn household. Near, household name. You know, like that means. We haven't forgotten. Yeah, that means we're kind of ushering it. Because Marvel's had near misses with other household names. Like uh, right. they almost had Edgar Wright for Ant-Man. And yeah, Edgar Wright with it doing an Ant Man movie would have been insanely cool, but different. But he wanted to make it its own thing, and they didn't right. want to do that. But right. uh, you know, I'm trying to think of other big names that could do a Marvel movie in the future. Now that this door has been opened, like veteran, you know, like who would you want to get? Yeah, let me think on it. Let me think on it. It would have to be so with the introduction with the introduction of Sam Raimi coming in here and again with all the gripes pushed aside, this was a entertaining movie and and it I feel like it was one of the most entertaining things I've seen since Spider Man, honestly. I mean, high praise, high praise. It was a great movie. Since great. since Spider Man, I mean, yes. Did other things come out? Absolutely. 
Did but I it's said baby, it's said baby Doctor Strange, you know. Right. Like, <laughs> I, I, what I, what I, I'll tell you this. What I enjoyed most about it was Sam Raimi coming in and doing his Sam Raimi thing for a comic book project. Okay, what was the most Sam Raimi thing that you loved in this movie? Like, what scene felt the most Sam Raimi to you? I really hope this isn't the one you're thinking about. It probably is, but let's see. I don't think so. Okay. Let's just say it's not. Okay, go. The tunnel sequence. Tunnel sequence was very, yeah, it was very Sam. When, okay, so, slight hot take. I feel like the jump scare where she just like yeah, mm-hmm. side scrolls in yeah uh, a little long winded mm-hmm. definitely feel like that could have happened a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. I get that you don't want it to you don't want to know exactly when it's gonna happen, so you draw it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we still knew it was gonna happen, yeah. so we were just kind of waiting. But for how? It. Yeah, we thought the door was gonna blast open or some. I shit. thought the door might blast open. I thought she might materialize something and then like so what we had saw earlier in the movie not to get super excited about this or anything (laughs) but the way that she just kind of like phased behind someone all right i thought that she was gonna end up like walking behind someone and like whispering into their ear her wanda stuff like yeah i've been here this whole time like this is my tunnel Mm -hmm. like what do you like Come on. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I was looking for. However, that was my that was my rainy moment that I was like, okay, rainy. That was a good moment. What was yours? <coughs> uh I would say Oh my gosh, come on. When uh when Strange is about to possess his other body. Yes. And the demons come and yes. they're like and they're like sinking him into the that to hell basically or whatever right. and then uh christine palmer goes they're demons you're the Control. you're the sorcerer supreme use them and then that guitar riff comes in like and his eyes open up right. i was like yes i was like i know he's not about to do what i think he's doing and then he's like you know making the demons the cake right. Right, i was right, like right. that is peak strange right right there. that's so, strange literally strange i was about to say uh, not only is that strange and i'm sure the other comic book people will definitely quote me if i'm wrong but this particular like i said it in the theater without even thinking about it i was like not dr strange becoming dracula <laughs> because that was giving very Dracula type feels for me. Like mm-hmm. he was levitating. You see all these hands. They're doing all the yeah, 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 yeah. And then you're tapping into the uh, what is that? That's not Karma Sutra. It's uh, what the anatomy of the human body. You know the mm-hmm. pentagram type arm, leg, hand mm-hmm. thing. My Bob. You know, coming around the side of you. I was and about stuff. to say Venn diagram. Right. <laughs> same <laughs> difference. Same difference. Everything's merging now. Fucking up. Uh, Oh, what is it fucking called? It's gonna bother me for the rest of the night. But I, I don't have the, I'm, my ego won't. I let know me Google exactly it. what you're talking about. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. But the fact that we were able to see that was definitely, and I was like, we're tapping in to some like next level version of himself. And honestly, I feel like he, as that version of Strange, controlling these uh, demonic, you know versions of himself pretty much uh i feel like he should have been way more powerful honestly (laughs) i feel like he should have been way more powerful um again we've never seen 
like a representation of what hell and or heaven looks like. Mm. But I feel like if you're being pulled to that place and then you're able to pull yourself out of that place, <laughs> I mean, heaven and hell is like the end all be all. I feel like you should have a, a very certain level of power where you're like, he's pretty powerful. It's just Wanda was just so OP in this that it was just yeah, she, she, she just, needs some milk. Yeah. <laughs> she needs some milk. Yeah, and I think uh, you know, when he showed up and she was like, You hip you know, she was like, You're dream walking, you hypocrite. And it's like again, it was showing you the difference between why they use their power and when is it abuse of power and when is it not abuse. Right. This is this was a necessary evil. Yeah. Like and he was already dead. He was already dead. <laughs> yeah. And You're, this and this woman, this powerful, like I don't even think it is arguable at this point. Like most powerful. Yeah. Ultra level. Yeah. Combo breaker type Had a stuff. Fucking throne. Right. Like this isn't. Oh, let's go back to that. Okay. <laughs> When we first see it, it's not a tomb, it's a throne. Right. At the end of the movie, is it a tomb? Maybe. Do you think she buried herself? Oh, somebody totally got her. Somebody told if she if she did, she'll she'll be back. You know, because what that Agatha Harkness show is being made Talk later, about it. later this year. Talk so about it. I'm like, I'm sure Agatha, and we know now how the dark hold works. Agatha had the dark fingers, but that means she was corrupted too. So. Agatha knew some stuff, but yeah. we never saw a third eye on her. Yeah, and I'm like, maybe Agatha is not a bad guy. Because I think, if I'm not mistaken, in the comics, she's like the West Coast Avengers housemaid. So I'm like, what if she <laughs> had the Book of Truth? Oh, that uh, the Book of Ashanti? I like hey. to say Ashanti because it's just funny. I know it's Ashanti, but it sounded like the book of Ashanti. We we saw the uh, the Photoshop <laughs> of the book. Uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace. We love her. Mm. That was a that was a that was a great sequence Wait, too. Is Ashanti dead? I think you're thinking of Aaliyah. We haven't seen Ashanti <laughs> in literally forever. If we haven't seen you, you did. That's the rule. Sorry, That's, those are the rules. <laughs> And I don't think it's getting retconned. Either, <laughs> either, either you have a presence, make a new album, or R.I.P. <laughs> right, new album where you're dead. You hear me? Hey, look. No, we love you though. <laughs> we do, in fact, love you. All jokes here. Um, no, but we, we even being able to see that there. I mean, come on. You can't have good without evil. Right. It's, it's. A pure fact that the world needs a balance. Mm-hmm. Okay, the world needs a balance. The universe needs a balance. Mm. And in all universes, based off of this movie, there definitely is a balance. Right. Somebody gave up something. Somebody, you know, did this, and it changed this. But you know, it may have made me look bad. But the universe is good now. Mm. So who's gonna take? You know that sacrifice, right? And if if Agatha also knew something about Darkhold, maybe she was the one with the book of. Well, here's my big theory. Agatha said that Wanda will either create or destroy. Like, there's a prophecy about her. That's she, it. 
right? She'll either create or destroy. My thing is we're getting to a point. Eventually, the end game will be that she does both by destroying the Marvel Universe, MCU as we know, and recreating it so we have mutants. All right, let's talk about this for a second. <laughs> it merges. And also, sorry, I'm, I don't want to lose this thought. It also merging older actors who might have played these superheroes into the main canon of the MCU. Creating and destroying. Boom. Prophecy fulfilled. Shit. Yeah, that's my theory. Dude, okay. So now that we're on the topic, we can actually get into it for real, for real. Um, that's a thousand percent the way that I would feel like you leave yourself to the possibility. Well, one, because we're seeing the full, like, majestic power of what Wanda can actually do. Mm-hmm. And seeing that power... The only way that you could actually truly understand it is to see her, like, fully destroy some very powerful people. Right. Do I like the way that it happened? No, not at all. I feel like they would have put up much more of a fight just of them as a whole and knowing of the things that were to come just off of previous Strange. Right. But the creation and destroying part, I would, I mean, that, that leaves you to the, the destruction of every other universe and consolidation. Right. Or it leaves you to the option of allowing the other universes to continue to take care of themselves Mm. we still have the loki series where they're definitely going to be traveling yeah um and you know we got kang on the way allowing those universes to do their thing and creating a new one Mm. that'd be cool creating a new one where we still have okay comics have been around for well before us and we'll be still here well after us right there is an infinite amount of story and things that would not only be beneficial for comic book fans and or comic book shops Mm -hmm. but also for those that grew up reading those things that want to see it right why wouldn't you yeah it's true why leave money on the table that's like the new thing that i've been on recently multiverse universe it's the multiverse universe. <laughs> like and then and then the same way that we had comic books that was like, this is issue five from Universe six one six or this is from this is uh comic book one of edition five. Right. Why can't they do cinematic universe or movies where they say, Hey, this is this one from the universe where Endgame was the Endgame. And where we saw these people are exactly where they're going to be. And that's it. They're stopping whatever, you know, comes up. Mm-hmm. And that's that. And we have another universe now created by this new... Uh, now actually fully knowing what their problems and their hardships have done to that universe. Mm. This Wanda is now disappeared. This Wanda is now 
completely in the know and in the mental space of I am Omega level and I don't need to deal with this shit no more. You know, it would be interesting. I mean, that's interesting. And it's also like I feel like her creating a new or a new consolidated universe makes a lot of sense because she's been uh, the most oppressed out of all the super beings in the MCU just because they've been like, she's too dangerous. And so it would be interesting if she was just like, well, if everybody, if like, if like millions of people had, you know, different abilities and had power, you know, maybe I wouldn't feel so alone. You know, so it's just like... Oh, wait, would that be a mutant that you're referring that's to? That's what I'm referring oh, to. Oh, wow. So, so crazy. Yeah, so I'm just like, you know, it feels interesting. It would feel like an interesting way to make that a thing because we can't really introduce mutants like, oh, they've been around all this time. We just haven't talked about them. Because, right. because honestly, you know, it would be on the news every day because people would be like, Mutants are the new terrorists, you know, because they're in our own backyard. It could be your neighbor. Your neighbor could get pissed off because you didn't, like, maintain your lawn and blow up your fucking car. I almost feel like you're quoting one of the original X-Men movies. It's kind of crazy. Maybe, but that whole thing is just like a... That whole thing is a... That that opens up a whole different canvas of the MCU and really kind of takes a look at how people people view superhumans we're already right. afraid of the they're already afraid of the avengers and what they could do right but if everybody just fucking had abilities like that like even the the x-men movies never really tapped into the not the, at all the the real fear that that would instill in the world it's not even an right. american thing it's a whole the whole world would be like what the fuck are we gonna do about this Absolutely, and you'd have race. You'd have social racial issues. People would be making laws in different countries. You you know, you know, mutants might be enslaved and shit like that. Like all sorts of interesting things you could do with X Men and Magneto. Come on, I'm geeking out about X Men just because that whole thing is its own MCU. They don't have to uh, interact with anybody else. They look. There is two. So here's all right. Yeah, we're gonna go there. (laughs) I'm going to go for another deep cut. Oh, here we go. So, the X-Men. So early on in what our generation would call Saturday morning cartoons. Right. Attacked on the first episode. Yeah. Original, like, very comic book, grungy drawn, animated cartoons first episode talked on social injustice and segregation from the jump right from looking at somebody that was totally different from saying hey you can't come to this arcade jubilee because you don't look like (laughs) anybody else or you're breaking the game am i breaking the game because i'm better than you or am I just causing you discomfort because I am fully okay with myself? Yeah, that's an interesting, interesting question because you know, some most mutants just look like regular people, so that's a whole different type right. of fucking, uh, you know, weird socialization or or people, you know, discriminating against you if you look like people already discriminate if you look different, but uh, that's like someone being like, oh, I don't know if they're a mutant or not. 
it's almost like how people treat like people with different sexualities. Mm. You don't. You have or to racist. ask. Some, you mm. usually have to ask someone. You have to ask someone what their sexuality or racial thought process is to know, right? right? So unless you know you're wearing like you know some, something that says it. Yeah, you know, like in the X Men universe, I'm wearing mutant and proud, and I'm queer. Boom. That's like Boom. it's like that's like a that's like a extra layer of. Right. of that you could kind of tap into. Uh, I, I don't know. I feel like Disney is salivating at the mouth, just looking at X Men, going like, and they already know what this? they can do with that. <laughs> they, I mean, they're looking at it. They're looking at it. They're saying, "Hey, we're bringing this new X Men thing back just to get you guys a little bit excited." And uh, yeah, we're showing you that there is a woman. Which also is another level of separation that people are still dealing with for some reason. Like, why can't there be just a powerful woman Mm. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Why does it have to be completely male-driven? And Yeah. Once we get the Shi'ar aliens or whatever... Uh, that's when I know that the groundwork groundwork will be laid for the weird X-Men stories, you know, because... Right. You know... We already know, like, Professor X's whole whole thing with alien beings and shit. Would you, get, would you get Patrick Stewart back as Professor X, or would you cast somebody else? And if so, who would that be? Why can't we bring uh, First Class? Oh, I just, I feel like he's, he's, not that he's done, he's a great actor, but I just feel like... He's done what he could for the role. He's done what he could for the role, and it's like, they're not going to push him with his abilities to do anything like you know yeah crazy. I, all right but that's just me you can did we like him. did we like days of future past i like i loved it yeah. well some people did yeah i loved it <laughs> i loved finally being able to see psylocke right oh wait is that apocalypse Sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like Apocalypse at all. Right. We didn't like Apocalypse. It but was shit. Right. French, French <laughs> Not the police in my hands. Yeah. We have redirected that one to the shit. To shit. But we at least got her. Days of Future Past was able to see definitely an, again another mindfuck scene where what what what's 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 old man's face and 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 he's uh gosh dang it he's like really talking to xavier about some outworldly stuff and i can't think of his name sorry not ringing any bells sheesh i haven't seen it in a while i haven't seen it in a while either i gotta go back and watch it only part that clicked with me was when in Multiverse of Madness, when when uh, Professor X says the line from Days of Future Past, when he's like, just because someone stumbles and loses their way doesn't mean they're lost forever or something right. like that. Right, right, right. So, like, right. So this is what I want. <coughs> um, Who would you cast, damn it? Say it. <laughs> Come on, spit that shit out. You, you, you want me to go first so I can buy you some time? Yeah, because you gotta. Okay, so, okay, so in my in my defense, before you even say yours, I feel like one there needs to be someone that's gonna have the acting chops to play someone mm-hmm. who can even embody the idea of 
I used to be able to walk. Now I can't. And literally my actual power outside of trying to talk someone down Mm -hmm. is literally my brain. Okay. And it's not too many people that can not only do that, but also pull off the bald look very well. I'm going to go for a while. I'm going to swing for the fences on this one. This is going to probably piss some people off, but I'm going to do it anyways. And you probably won't know this actor, but he's phenomenal. And he's bald, naturally. Uh, Delroy Lindo. Okay, give me what he was in. He's one of the hardest working actors for like the last few decades. But uh, he's been in shit like... uh, Okay, here's one you've probably seen. Jet Li's the one. Yes, definitely. Black dude that was hunting him. Hunting Jet Li. Yes. That guy. He was also in uh, the Spike Lee movie that came out a year or two ago. Uh, the Five Bloods. Yes. Uh, he was Great movie. Great movie, right? Uh, Fucking great movie. Yeah. And you know that? R- rest in peace. Rest in peace. Freaking yeah. Chadwick. Chadwick. That was, was that was one of That was one of his... I feel like that was one of his best roles. I mean, you can't hold a candle to this man doing recreation yeah. roles. And, and that was one of his... Was I mean, the Five Bloods it was, was literally a group of freaking vets looking for this stuff. Yeah. You know it what I'm cool. saying? And, and, and that's why I kind of said... It, that's why I kind of was like, Delroy would be pretty good in this role because he really acted his ass off in that movie. Out of everybody, he was the one that really kind of put in... He was the one that like kind of lost his mind a little bit in the yeah, jungle. Yeah, I mean... It happens, but like it, yeah. The jungle definitely does speak to bring you. some demons out, but right. uh, but it would have been it would be cool to see Delroy as uh, Professor X going like you know Ooh. talking to uh you know I would go with an older another actor that's kind of old uh, for Magneto like Sean Penn. Okay, and I'd like have him work out and get ripped, and then they wow. talk, and then Delroy would be like, you know, just because you can control, you know. He's like, you're not a god, Eric. You know, and Sean Penn could be like, you know, wow. who's to say I'm not? You know, like, they could really have some cool, you could really have some fun acting scenes with those two actors. I, a thousand percent, but I, I feel like, I feel like he also has really great uh, banter. Right. On, like, it seems almost effortless. Like, as soon as you said the one, I was like, I remember this guy as a cop. Even when he, you know, there was a, a few movies actually that he's been in where he's, you know, had to die for some reason <laughs> yeah. or, or another. And it's like, for some reason, like, you like see a version of like, I want to grow up to be like that guy. Like he has some type of moral compass Yeah, in, in a lot of his you movies where he's like. I can see him being that in real life. Yeah, and just to see him in the wheelchair being like, you know, I am the leader of the X-Men, you know. But he wouldn't have the British accent. It would he just wouldn't be a have to dude. do it. He, he wouldn't just, have to. He would just be, hey, look. Yeah. I've seen so And, and it, would, it would play off to the whole, like, the age that he has. Like, you wouldn't have to, like, try to, like, downplay it or make Civil him look younger. Time. Right. Yeah. I've seen some wild things. And it's not just been because of the color of my skin. Right. Like, let that be an opening line. That and he's just cool. like, shit. That, yeah, that would be really cool. Delroy's got the presence. Like, he, his stare is like, it's almost like it's telepathic. Because when I'm watching him on screen, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I'm, like, locked in. 
So I don't know. That could be cool. I know we're going off tangent. But no, no, no. Whatever. I'm staying right here. <laughs> when he gives you an emotional look, mm-hmm. like when he's getting ready to cry or be some version of emotional, you yourself, I'm like, free right. my man. Yeah, he sounds like a wounded animal when he like you. He really sounds like a shredded come, soul when he cries. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah. You, you you gotta let me go. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, so oh, good. the oppression! Yeah, <laughs> it weighs heavy on us. Yeah, he's 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 phenomenal. But whoever they cast, it, it'll be cool. I think that's a great casting uh, option, and I think uh, that would be the. <laughs> I mean, I had a funny one that I was gonna say. Go for it. It's the podcast. We're a family now. Think about it. Vin Diesel. Ooh. Is that it? Vin Diesel? Yes. I, I honestly was expecting him to be Black Bolt. Wouldn't have been a bad one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That would have been cool. We were family, family, family. Yeah, I think he wanted to play Black Bolt at one point. But like in the early this, 2000s, this he man wants to play pictures. a lot of people. He was posting pictures of like uh, Black Bolt and then he was posting pictures of Vision. This is like the early 2000s, yeah, like 2008, yeah, I remember 2009. That. I remember that. When Facebook was popping, Yikes. people were like, oh, okay, you know, Vin wants to play this. Vin Diesel could honestly play a lot of people. But what you can't do, and I hate to say it, you cannot let him be at the helm of the movie. <laughs> I don't want to see a Fast and the Furious movie. His ego. Like I don't mind Fast and the Furious as a hey, look, we're no, we're going to see, you know, car people do super spy martial arts intelligence Swear car racing now. things, right? Yeah. Cool. Let's go into the insanity. Awesome. But if you're going to come into the MCU, yes, there's a level of craziness we need, but don't bring no yeah, that ego. No, no nothing. That's why the he's Fast the and voice. That's series. why he's the voice of the group of group because I think we know what you mean. I think Feige just knows. I think he did his intel on Vin and was like, I don't want to deal with that shit. So only doing voiceovers. But hey, getting a big paycheck. So works out. But uh, that's not, I mean, that's oddball casting for sure. Right. But it would be like, I'm not going to try and play it like, oh, I, I don't want to see that. Like, I would go to the theater just to see how that would turn out. If it was a train wreck. He still wreck, delivers lines well. <laughs> yeah, if it was a train wreck, I would be like, well, he delivers lines like a, a 60s movie actor. Like right. a cool guy movie actor. So he'd be like, you know, when I knew Eric, we were boys. <laughs> We were it's friends. been a long way. Yeah, he'd be like, we were friends. But then somewhere along the way, Eric changed. And then they'd show like a flashback of him getting impaled by right, right, Magneto. Right. Hey, look. <laughs> While doing some like some uh some type of like I don't know, what do what do people that can't walk, how do they work out? Do they like just like do like some upper body of, movements like like lift off the chair that's how i imagine yeah dips his professor you know, <laughs> yeah right just doing dips in the gym so he's just upper body <laughs> hey look <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not laughing at that i'm just laughing at the idea of vin diesel extremely in dark ways <laughs> to laugh at things but vin diesel himself if he got nothing else out of the film, he would have to be some form of buff to explain <laughs> why this buff human is 
sitting buff he flexes, in this. He flexes his arms when he's the strongest the muscle I have. It's my brain. <laughs> Second to <laughs> my muscles. <laughs> oh, that would be so silly. Come that on, would be so silly. But yeah, it would be. It would be silly, but. I really feel like you were going in the right direction <laughs> with your guy. Like, mm. bring him in. Let there be a a racial switch because there's there's nothing to say that oh he has to be this. Yeah. There's nothing definitive that says oh his race plays into this character right. in which Professor X is. Right. He just has to be knowledgeable compassionate and he has to have went to go through something some things and be able to play that off screen yeah not only make it convincible just him himself on screen Mm -hmm. but with all those that come and approach him there is no way you come into the room with professor x and not give him his just due like well, you going to bow to Professor X, well, inter- all right? Interestingly enough, he was supposed to be in the Blade movie, the new Blade movie. He had joined the Blade movie for, or was in conversations to join it. And then, mysteriously, he just dropped out. And it was like, it's, obvious not, it's obviously not like money that was the problem. I think he, he pulled a Benedict Cumberbatch and was like, I'm going to hold out for something better. Because I think... Benedict Cumberbatch was supposed to play like the bad guy in Thor too, but he was like, "Yes, but he I was, did hear that." Then he was like, "Nah, I think I'm gonna hold that." He, his spider sense was was on the money, right? But you know, so you never know. You never know what happened. But all in all, I would give Doctor Strange. I would give it a solid three out of four for sure. Three out of four is definitely solid. Out, you know, n- no hot takes or any hot takes. Honestly, it's it's a fun film. Yeah, like it, it. it makes you look at the universe that you're in, and like if what if wasn't enough, if right. you know Spider Man wasn't enough, you know it makes you look at it and say, you know, this is actually more vast than even what we have even known to, you know, come up with based off of what we already have. So anything can happen. I definitely give it a solid three out of four and uh, I honestly can't wait to see what Sam does for the rest of this universe yeah yeah it's gonna be cool hopefully he comes back I would love for him to come back uh, he has to he has to. we are going to sign petitions <laughs> today if we'll it see. isn't already a thing we'll see people's reactions to it seem to be kind of weird so I don't like that yeah because it's different it's a different it's not what they have been used to, you know. Can't take your kids to go see this. Yeah. In or some people's minds. In some people, yeah. Yeah, seeing people's heads, heads pop and just death, being people, seeing people so burn alive. So much death. You know, I get it. I get it. So much death. And it's fantasy, you know, but it definitely plays to the horror elements and that's something Marvel's going to have to contend with down the line when they get to the more mature creepy stuff like ghost rider and you know because then you have to figure out a way to make heaven and hell not heaven and hell you know one more hot take because we're definitely wrapping up here mm-hmm. this whole universe was actually just a projection that wanda put on. 
I like that. I like that. That's, I mean, think about it. That would uh, be cool. What happened when we were in the garden and Doctor right. Strange is like talking about this orchard and he would have smelled it though. He would have been like, "This is this all feels fake." Would have been a cool third act twist if like they, they were just like if she was just literally like doing the thing in their heads like she did in Age of Ultron, but you know. Or again. even with the way that she was doing it in WandaVision. Yeah. She created a whole town. Who's to say that? I mean, if we're really talking about not only she didn't even have the dark hold then. Right. It's all on accident. It was just it was just based off of emotion. She right. was literally trying to figure herself out right. and she said the only way to do this is to create a construct where I'm happy. Yeah, and enslave other people on accident. Dead people. Or alive people. I thought they were alive. Some of those people said, why won't you just let us die? Well, that's because they were being tortured. Because <laughs> the torture was so bad. You know, the torture was so bad. They were just like, just just kill me. Just just kill me, man. I don't want to be a puppet. I mean, especially for the black people around in the 60s. Hell no. I don't want to be in that fucking neighborhood getting treated. Not the nuclear household that we have. Definitely had. not. They're probably living in like the like shitty fucking... Shanty home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, you know. Or they weren't around. Or no, there were some black people around, but they never they didn't say much no. around there. So no. just, just extras. Yeah, I'm just saying. It was not I, I would feel pretty pissed off if I was one of Wanda's victims in the WandaVision situation. Yeah. I'm like, you just made me fucking <laughs> <laughs> You just made you me just, an extra just, in my own universe. You just sent me back racially. Right. So many To years. relive it again. I, yeah, or I never lived it, but now I know what it's like. Right. Now I'm pissed. <laughs> right. Now I know. I'm like, she should be sued. And somebody, one of my friends texted me and was like, hey, it would have been cool if one of the Avengers had, had at least called Wanda. And I was like, you know what? That would have been that would have been cool. Like, if Hawkeye had just given her a call and been like, hey, you know, I just called to check in, see how you're doing. I heard about the whole shit that's going on because he's the only guy that's close to her right now but if that happened we would have never had the point in our multiverse of madness where she's pretty much looking at him and she's like you did this for whatever the reason you deemed necessary and you're the hero i'm the villain because i did this but who called and checked up on me when I had to kill the love of my life? And then he was that brought back yeah, that to be killed in my face again. Yeah, I would have been like, that's, it would have been cool because Hawkeye would have been like, I know, that sucks. You were put in a situation that you had no training for, and that's on us. We didn't train you to do any of this stuff. We just used you as a, a Conduit a for change. Yeah, and all that stuff. And it would have been cool if maybe in the third act, if they had had Hawkeye show up, I know I'm railing on the Hawkeye thing, but I feel like Hawkeye's kind of like the heart of the MCU, sort of. He's very much the heart of the MCU. Like he's, he's literally the guy. every man, quote unquote, role. Yeah, and it would have been cool if, like, maybe he was with his family and she got to see, hey, you know, if I were in your situation or I was in your situation, my family did die. I did. And I went down a very dark path. He's like, I killed a lot of people. Roman? Oh my god. And it would have been cool if he was like, but I am making things right and I'm still trying to make things right. 
and you can do that too. There's Boom. always a chance yeah. to redeem yourself. Yeah. So, so the third act. That's how. I mean, I get that. The, that movie. The movie would have been stuff putting that in there. But for me, that would have made the movie come full circle as far as like her journey, introduction into the MCU, and her potential close closure. Yeah, because he was the one that christened her. You know, you're an Avenger. Right. If you leave this room. Yeah. You're an Avenger, but I'm not going to hold your hand. Yeah. And so, yeah, him, like, christening her out would have been kind of cool. Even though I know that she's not dead, but it right. would have been That would have been That cool. would have been so dope. Mm. Hire me, Marvel. Hire me. Hey. <laughs> if you ever need some dope photos, Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Hire me. I'm just saying. Yeah. Just, just putting that out there in the universe. Absolutely. You never know what we'll hear and answer back. Right. But, uh. In our universe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think, uh, oh, we didn't even talk about, uh, what's her fucking name? Uh, America Chavez. Oh, we have to. How cool was she and her powers, man? Seriously. So, come on. Let's, let's talk to the immediate elephant in the room. Like, she's not only another person of color. Right, right, right. But she's also LGBTQ. Right. You gotta love it. Mm-hmm. And it's outwardly so. I mean, you don't necessarily see it, see it, mm-hmm. but like she has the pendant, right. she has the colors. It's all there. You know, we 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 know that she had mothers. Right, right. We saw. Um, being able to punch a hole. <laughs> sorry, what? Yeah, she just punches a hole, and then another universe just. In star fashion, quite literally. Yeah, it was cool. It was really cool. I enjoyed seeing it. Yeah, it was a really cool effect. And, you know, I look forward to seeing how she evolves now that she's getting some training, you know. Getting some discipline, some control. Yeah, I'm like, where is she going to pop up next, you know? I would hate for her to sneeze and, again, in another place. One thing that we also... Again, just to go back to America Chavez in this uh, now universe that we see her in is why didn't she know anything about Spider-Man? Mm. Just didn't exist in her universe. But she apparently doesn't exist in any other universe. So she practically lives in an, an, an anomaly universe where maybe, you know, there's only a few heroes like Strange and... Right. You know, so... Yeah, there's all sorts of interesting shit to think about with her. You know, I can see her getting her own Disney Plus series. She's, I she's, mean, she's what? Disney, she's got Disney vibes written all she, over her. We've got a, I mean, okay, she sneezed quite literally in the beginning, and her mother's got sucked into it, and she's been trying to find them this whole time. Yeah. Uh, her planet looked quite interesting. Lots of uh, green, green, lots of plant life. Almost looked very avatarish. Very avatarish. It's funny. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm a, I'm curious to see, see what she does, how she becomes a hero. You know, because I'm sure, like Miss Marvel, when that comes out, like they'll probably team them up. You know, eventually. You, gotta. you know, and if I'm not mistaken, is is Miss Marvel a queer character as well? Kamala's character, or no? I might be mistaken. I'm not sure it was that or whether it was. Uh, just Captain Marvel. 
Is Captain Marvel a queer character? I don't know. I feel like it was hinted. <laughs> I feel like it was low-key. Don't quote me on it. I don't know shit about Captain like it, Marvel because her movie really much. didn't give her anything to really kind of chew on. For us, She to- actually flexed her muscles more in, what, Endgame. And I still know zero about her. I'm like, I don't right. know you as... A, a, Captain Marvel is like a weird superhero movie to me because I'm like, I just don't know anything about... Like, what are your defining characteristics? Don't have any. You just are some person with amnesia and you... Military vet. Military vet. But I'm like, there's got to be a little bit more to you than that. Because military vets are interesting people. Especially a female military vet who... I hate that they... Pilot life. You have to... What brain? And what... Yeah, I was like... Quick movement. Captain Marvel should have been Top Gun Marvel style. But they didn't do that. Oh, my gosh. They didn't do that. And I was like, that is, bothers me. Because I was like, what if she was Maverick? And they were treating her like shit. In the MCU, she, our Maverick is Captain Marvel. It, it, yeah. In my brain, that's how I would have... Shit. How I would have formulated her entrance into the MCU. Like, oh, yeah. This is Captain Marvel. I mean, we had that... Uh, for like a very brief second in the Captain Marvel movie, when they're reading her brain, yeah, and and they were going back to her and her bestie walking higher, faster, stronger, you know, yeah, boom, boom, boom. That was very <laughs> slow mo walking, you know. We're about me, to put on the they had on aviators. What just, are you talking it about? Just didn't give me the vibes. I was not just, at all. But you know what? Maybe that's in you know. I don't want to shit on Captain Marvel because I have a don't history. do it. I have a history of shitting on Captain Marvel. But, but I love the potential of the character. Every yes. time I look at a picture of Captain Marvel, I'm like, I want that. Give me that in a Marvel movie. Yes. But they have yet to to give me that that vibe of like, Sh- like sh- give me a better explanation of why she is also considered like Omega level because yeah. she was literally getting headbutted. Which would have, by anyone else's account, probably been split in two. Mm. She got headbutted by Thanos. That's true. Who is a titan. And titans are not human solely. Yeah, yeah her power level is uh, it's off the charts. Astronomical. Yeah, but they got to figure out a way to ground that character. Hopefully the Marvels, the sequel, you know, does that better but i don't think they are i, I feel like they. she's gonna be a glorified third party continually and when we need the power upgrade she'll be like i was flying all across this universe and i was doing this with green lanterns Sorry. And, yeah, that would be funny that would be and you know what's funny i think i think Charlize theron should have been captain marvel Sorry. Let's talk about a badass woman. Sorry. I, I, she just has that Captain Marvel energy to me. Already. Like, that's already, built, it's already built in. But I, they, for some reason, they just went with Brie, who's a phenomenal actress. I've seen her Absolutely. work and all that stuff. But you just you just know when you cast the right person, you just right. feel it. You feel the like, oh, there's a connection here. You know, like when you see Chris Evans as Captain America... His you believe it. His performance, I'm like, that's a guy you He's a goody two-shoes. I want him to be my friend. Yeah, I'm like, that's a guy you would call if you were in trouble. If right. you were in trouble, that's who you call on. Captain Marvel, Brie Larson, I'm like, I know her power set. I would call her to help me out. But she doesn't right. give me the vibes of like, this is a straight up badass. It just seems like she's trying too much. Yeah. Like, like, there's a certain level of 
cockiness that you have, absolutely. But that cockiness isn't serving to your character. You need more. And, and Charlize, I hate to say it, but you need more. And, and we all know Charlize has dealt with having to compete with men on sets for action movies and stuff like that. Oh, which ones? Yeah, yeah, we know. Mad Max. I mean, that's the most famous one, right? Yes. But it's like, absolutely. but I'm like, she already has the built-in frustration that that Carol Danvers would have before getting the power. Before getting, you know, yes, you know, so and and she she gives me. There's never been a time where I've seen her on screen where I wasn't like, that is a cerebral woman. Yeah, like she is uncanny. (laughs) She's literally uncanny, and I'm like, why? Why would you mess with her? It looks like she would do. It looks like she would do anything to accomplish the job. You know, if it was moral in her brain, it's morally correct. Yeah. So her playing, ending up playing Clea, I'm just like, I just, I I don't see her as a love interest. That, and I'm just like, you, you get Charlize there on the one who wants to do like stunt work mostly, kick ass shit, to do hand waving and stuff like that. Like, you you know, she's not gonna. Well, I, I guess she'll appreciate the Marvel chicks, but you know, it's just like, come on, like. Welcome to the MCU. Yeah, welcome to the MCU. It might not be what you want, but if you're in, you're in. You right. know, because I think she welcome to the Illuminati. Yeah, I think she <laughs> lobbied for that part. It would have been how cool would it have been if the Captain Marvel and the Illuminati was Charlize Theron? <sighs> missed so, opportunity. Missed opportunity, but I see the reason why they went where they went. Yeah, Monica because, Rambo. Right, she because went out like a punk, best though. friend, and <laughs> she was. She went out like a punk. She went out so punkish. I'm like, yo, this is the reason why we don't believe <laughs> the powers of Captain Marvel. I'm like a statue. A statue fell on her. <sighs> and that's what takes you if out. If you don't stand up, you're not drowning. Yeah. Get up. Yeah. 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 It was It was pretty. I, I felt like they, if they couldn't come up with a clever way to kill Captain Marvel, they should have just taken Captain Marvel out and replaced her with someone who was more believably killable. With... Again, how are you going to... Omega level is what this woman is. I feel like people, main audience... No one's going to believe this. Main audiences don't really, I don't think they like care much about... Or keep track of the power levels. They just see something heavy fall on somebody and they're like, oh, dead. But... Clearly. (laughs) Clearly dead. It was like almost like a Squished like a bug. Yeah, it was like very cartoony. Like, but it was just... No. Are you telling me that... One of the strongest women in the Marvel Universe, not MCU, just Marvel history, is looking up at a statue that's maybe 15 feet tall. Yeah, how cool would it have been? And she's just like, hand up, no. Yeah, how cool would it have been if like Wanda had just taken that cosmic energy out of her? Like, just drained her. Would have been more believable than... Much more believable. Yeah, I'm like, okay, she just took it out of her. Took it out of her, maybe doesn't kill... Kill Monica, but Mon- Monica's like, you know, just a normal person trying to trying, fight still. But, but she's still trying to fight. And I would be like, that's, that's believable. <laughs> right. She would still be like, hey, look, I got boots on the ground and we don't stop fighting. Yeah. Now, a more bizarre take I had. I know we're, we're, we're going. This is going way past the 60 minutes I had planned. But this hey, is how the, these, this, these podcasts goes. Y'all know me. Y'all know how this goes. Boom. <laughs> yeah. But when you mentioned Deadpool earlier. 
how cool would it have been if he was in the uh, containment unit in the Illuminati area? Because he travels the multiverse at the end of Deadpool 2. Right. So it would have been funny if he had got, gotten captured while all of this whole Wanda trying to get America thing was going on. Right. And he's just like, hey, hey, let me out. Let me out. I can help. I can help. You know? What if he was sitting in there reading a Nexus newspaper? Yeah, just something crazy. And then Wanda keeps trying to kill him and it doesn't work. Hilarious. Right. Would have been funny. Dismantled him. Oh, whatever, whatever you thought about doing, honey, I've done that 15 times over. Yeah. Or she likes... Shuts his mouth shut. <laughs> Please don't. Again. We're not gonna. Blah, blah, blah. We're not doing that. that We're not gonna because, go back because, to that because, horrible, no, no, horrible, listen, horrible. But listen, th- that would be just as effective as killing Deadpool, right? That would probably hurt Deadpool the most if he just couldn't talk. Quite literally. Yeah, she would just be like, "You talk too much," and he's like, mm, mm. and then it would just be like this sad scene. I'm just gonna walk off. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, it would be a sad scene and a fun call back to like the hate we had for X-Men Origins Wolverine Deadpool. We've already uh, used Deadpool 2 to retcon <laughs> that in the film. Still, we don't have to worry about that still, anymore. Still, I would have been I would have been more I, I would have been like, okay, I get the wink. I get the nod. You know, and somehow he uh, it gets undone and he teleports back to his Right. Deadpool 3. I really want to see more I mean, now that we're going back into it, I, I mean, we, we got a multiverse now. We're like, unequivocally, we have this. Let Deadpool do more unrealistic things, please. Yeah. Like, go bizarre. Literally, Deadpool walks from panel to panel. Yeah. I want to see him literally, like, I want to see the screen behind him slide, literally, like a comic book panel from, like, the well, scene that he's in to there being like a white bar perfect, and walk to another scene. It's the perfect lineup this time. I mean, they got the director for uh, uh, Free Guy in the last Ryan Reynolds movie that was on Netflix. Hot take. I enjoyed Free I love Guy. It. Yeah, I love it. I enjoyed the ridiculousness. I enjoy comic book and or video game movies when they go overly extreme. Yeah. Ready Player One. Totally. So when you mix those two things together, like director-actor combo, you know, I'm like, okay, this movie has the potential to be really, really bizarre in a good way. I was going to say, not only the director-actor, but with Ryan Reynolds being such a... Control freak? Not not even a control (laughs) freak, but Ryan Reynolds has a love for the character of Deadpool. To a control freak level? To a Vin Diesel level? No, to a (laughs) you must do this character justice or I'm not doing it. He literally said that before he even hopped onto the original first Deadpool. And how do you not love it? How do you not love that movie? I love it. I love it. But I'm also saying he's in the MCU now. He's no longer the key master to Deadpool anymore. So, like, I imagine that might have to be why it's taken this long to get Deadpool off the ground is because there's a lot of moving parts now that he has to answer to. Fox kind of just let him do his thing, and, you know, he got the last director fired, you know, because he was like, I don't want this guy as Cable. I want this guy as Cable, you know, which was, I guess, a good choice, you know? I mean, the guy who's playing Cable is very much... Yeah, the original guy was like, "Mm, that could kind of, yeah, yeah. And so, you know... I think yeah, he's a good protector of of that role. 
Yeah. And so, you know, I'm sure him and Kevin are chopping it up, going like, well, here's what you can do. Here's it's the toys you done. can play with. Here's toys you can't play with, you know, but. And I can definitely see him. If you know anything about an actor that knows how to give great banter and or uh, play off of the role that he's in to just, right. hey, just go off of the cuff in the scene. Why wouldn't Deadpool, in his frustrations in the movie, say, there was something I wanted to say here, but the director wouldn't let me? Oh, yeah, totally. Another funny scene they could have done with Deadpool in the Illuminati sequence is having everybody, like, attacking Wanda and then having that classic shot from uh, Deadpool versus Wolverine where Deadpool just slides through the frame and he's shooting a machine gun. He's like, die, 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 die. Right, right, right. I was like, that would have been... So many things that we could have had happen. So many ways where I even felt like... And, I mean, I even told you this after the movie. I was like... Are you telling me that there couldn't have been any moment where we just happen to see a glimpse of Ryan Reynolds just sitting somewhere while all these things were happening, while they were in the city and fighting or something like that? He was like sitting down having a coffee. Yeah, fans or, went wild with like the poster stuff. They were like, oh, you can see Deadpool in the glass. I'm like. I don't see him, but there's always that. Whoever did it, they did a very great Photoshop. <laughs> Right there. Congratulations. I'm like, come on. Yeah, but it's going to be somewhere where we least expect it, I bet, if they're going to reintroduce him somewhere else before his movie. Right. What is it going to be? He's going to start popping up. And this is what we've all kind of been, I mean, not just in his own movies, but in other movies, too. Like, why wouldn't you have, like, a form of end credit where Deadpool is walking on and saying something? Why isn't he, like, now... For, I mean, because a Marvel trope, while we still had the late, great Stan Lee... Right. We always had this. We always knew an end credit or or in-movie scene would have something going along with Stan Lee being a part of it. Mm. And since, since Deadpool, I feel like, is low-key the closest thing that we could get to how Stan Lee would, you know, be a part of his films, mm-hmm. whether he's a hot dog guy or a custodian or, mm-hmm. you know, in a space helmet talking to a dog or mm-hmm. something like that. It's like, why wouldn't Deadpool be the one that would be doing that? Ooh, okay. Yes. Random thought. Go for Random it. Random thought. What if they're just waiting, holding off, so they can do a Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe movie what here for what if he is the cleanup guy for the timeline (laughs) what if he He already cleaned up not only his universe right but he also went into dc right all right so make it make sense why not yeah so i'm like what if he is the multiverse cleanup guy by the after all this craziness has been done or while before we get to the finale of this multiverse shit right what if he gets tasked with like taking out you know just just alternate timeline versions of characters we know that are like evil or whatever or we don't feel like fixing this plot hole Mm -hmm. i'm gonna send deadpool to (laughs) just assassinate the hell out of you (laughs) and then we don't gotta fix it because Mm -hmm. we've sent our fixer yeah he's the cleanup guy i'm like literally that guy that's literally the best way they could reintroduce deadpool 
and just have it be fun and you know you just be able to turn off your doesn't have to make sense yeah just 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 go with it you know because it's simple enough to where he's cleaning shit up that's it and you know every few minutes we go through a different timeline right it's like oh who do we have here and then it's like I don't know some actor that's playing Bruce Banner, a dark Bruce Banner. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. So that you have a Deadpool versus Hulk, you can pull them apart, shit like that. You know. Look. Yeah. This is another reason why I was saying like, you can a thousand percent if if you want to introduce Deadpool uh, into the like the strong strong MCU as what we know it to be today. Mm-hmm. Have him like at the end of some movies sometime mm-hmm. soon. <laughs> Oh my God! Sometime soon, mm-hmm. and just have him be at the end, and he's just like, "This it's a character that we've been seeing throughout whatever movie he's in," mm-hmm. and then he just kind of walks through and was like, "Ah, too many plot holes here." Yeah, it would be great if it was like if he was just killing a Kang variants, <laughs> like at the end credits or something. A Kang variant shows up, and they like make it really epic. Like this is gonna be the Kang, Kang, and Kang then, the Conqueror, and then blam, Bam. and then it's just like, "Ah, oh, this is like what." The fiftieth one, sixtieth right. one. I've lost count. Right. You know, it's just something fun like that. It has to be. You know? It has to be because uh. we already know that there are so many kings that are in this now released universe. Because thanks, Loki. Yeah. And then the last one that's left, he leaves alive because he actually likes that one. He was like, that one seemed harmless. Right. <laughs> but that's the one that we have to see in a, you know, the Loki movie yeah. or, uh, or a Thor, yeah. you know, type deal. So uh, I can see it. Oh, uh, that would be so good. If that doesn't happen, I'm like, I I'm needed a- to be in the writer's room. Money Maybe. on the table. Money on you the left table. It but how do you make a bad, uh, I'm just going off on a tangent, but I'm like, how do you make a bad comic book movie when you can literally have conversations like this? And come up with cool ideas. Write it down. Just write, just get 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 the people, get the actors in, sit at a table somewhat similar to where we're sitting at right now, (laughs) and then just say, hey, I need you to fall in love with this character the way Ryan Reynolds has fallen in love with Deadpool. I'd be like, if you don't love this character, don't fucking do the project. I don't want you on this project. I don't want you touching it with your... You know, I even feel that way about the Batman movies, believe it or not. Even no matter how good any of the Batman movies are. Like, I love this newest the Bat, uh, newest Batman movie. But I'm like, again, it's always, there's always, like, a catch-22. with the Yes. One, because it's like, the filmmaker's like, well, the only way I would do a Batman movie is if I just make it a detective story. But then the only way else, you should do a Batman movie is by the original kind. Yeah, and they're like, and I want to make it realistic. And I'm like... It's not a realistic character. We don't come to the movies <laughs> to see realism. Yeah, I'm like, we come to the movies to see our comic books on pages, like yeah. on the full silver screen, so that we can like yeah. I'm like now it's it. it's believable because humans are doing it. Yeah, I'm not like, because you're making it. it. Oh, they're walking on the ground just like us. Yeah, no, like, I don't levitate, motherfucker. I yeah. don't care. Yeah, I'm like, I want to see Batman facing off against some metahumans and real people, normal serial killers right. and shit. Because that's his thing. Like, how cool would it have been if at the end of the Batman, when we're seeing Arkham or whatever, and Joker and Riddler are laughing, they like pan to like a different room, and all we see is like a muddy clay hand show up. Clayface. Boom. And I'm like, okay. Easy peasy. And that would have been like, that would have been your introduction going like, oh, this universe is way weirder than I thought it was because the whole movie seemed like it was just a regular people. Regular people. But what if this year one or year two Batman has faced one weirdo 
at least one weirdo. But and he definitely does face, you know, Mr. Clay definitely earlier on in his how Batman cool, career. How cool could that be? That's a detective Yikes. story right there. Oh, a killer just keeps leaving behind no DNA. Right. And you I like I've seen some weird stuff already in my in my just dealing with like regular human trying to be vigilante evil people type yeah. things. I've dealt with the Riddler. I've dealt with Two-Face. I've dealt with you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe even, you know, the uh, the beginning steps of the Joker even. Yeah. It's like, I've done that, but I've never seen you. And and then now Batman actually has to go from detective to planner. Yeah, I would love that. I would, I would love that. But see, they don't want to do that because it scares them. Because the, the, these... And I don't want to shit on executives at Warner Brothers or whatever, but it feels like they're stuck on the Christopher Nolan. Because that train. opened up realism, that quote made, unquote. Yeah, and it gave them billions of dollars. It gave them a lot of money. It was it was good. And He's relatable. Was, yeah, and it was a take. It was a take on Batman, and that's it. Then we had Ben Affleck's Batman, and that was kind of like... That you, was more Bruce Wayne, I feel like, than Batman. Yeah, and he was in not his own movie, so we never really got to see what his world was like fully. What if he was flushed out? Yeah, what if he was flushed out? Could have been the best Batman ever. What if What if he was the older Batman that was training our Batman Beyond? That would be cool. I'd be down for that. But they have too much of a hard on for Michael Keaton right now. Yee! They're just like, oh, let's just make Michael Keaton. He does Keaton. look a lot like the the guy from the animated series, though. So you can't like really, it, really. It, mm. it, he's got some swag to him. It would be funny to see Michael Keaton in the Batman Beyond. Return of the, the Joker, oh, Return yeah. of the Joker type movie where whoever they cast as Terry McGinnis is like a clown. That's your, you know, that's your scariest villain. And then right. Michael Keaton was like, you had to be there. <laughs> yeah. Something that, that he would definitely it, pull off word Michael for Keaton word. Line. Definitely a Michael Keaton line. Just, <laughs> yeah, gosh dang. <laughs> like, uh, you, you just, you had to be there. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it would be in that same raspy voice. It, you had to be there. You had to be there. <laughs> yeah, no, they they are again, like we've been saying, leaving just money on the table, man. Have fun. Have a have a, a sit down and have only those that love it or that can truly commit to the role. Like I don't wanna I don't wanna see something where I, I say to myself during the movie and or after or even in the commercial. First of all, stop giving so much away in the commercial. Please. Secondly, I don't wanna be watching the movie and be like no, that's the actor playing this role. Right. And n- no, you know, no knock on on uh Patterson doing what he did. Mm. But it still felt like I'm watching Twilight. <laughs> you just couldn't just let it not, go. Just not sparkly. Couldn't let him go. Couldn't the, let oh, Edward oh, Okay, but go. what I will say that he definitely had his moments where it was completely badass. He was freaking I mean, I lit up like a, a kid in a candy shop when he was walking through the hallway and it was just a gunshot. Oh, yeah. And it so just, good. come on, you got to have a good hallway fight, right? Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see his face. Right. I don't believe him as a billionaire philanthropist. I don't believe him as a freaking... I didn't even actually believe him as a, a wounded kid. Like, you're not my dad. Well, see that I think people like, had a, had a, a big gripe about with him being overly 
emotional, not in control right. and stuff like that. And I feel like, you know, again, this is a director's take on Batman and they're like trying to pave out, you know, time for him to get there if they get there. And, you know, for me, you know, if I was doing a Batman movie, I would just be like, hey, from the start of this movie, he's Batman. Like, right. like it's not he has to grow into the boots of what we know and love. He's Zen. He's in control of himself, you know, and he knows. He's just not allowing himself to be weighed down by the thoughts of other people around him. Yeah, I'm like, He's just he being tra- Batman. Yeah, and I'm like, he felt really, really Batman-esque. When he was like, you know, doing the detective stuff, like in the beginning when he's walking into the room, doesn't say not anything. saying. But he I sees, told you, I was like, he's not saying a word. But he's he like, sees, wait, you letting this man in? Yeah, and he sees everything, and then the people that are supposed to be finding this stuff see him find it, and then they're like, oh, another clue. Take a picture. right. We're we're the what was that? We're the Tucker. Where, where oh, yeah, the, the Riddler had tossed the Tucker. The he thing. walked over and looked at it, and then the lady walks over and goes, I'm going to take a picture of that just because you looked yeah, at it. Yeah, it was cool. It was really cool. They and did a great this, job. This is my that. mini Batman review, so I don't have to do a podcast about Boom, it. Because you let's guys, get it. You guys, <laughs> let's get it. You guys are being mean, or not mean to me, but you guys are like, do Batman, do Multiverse of Madness. So you get two and one. You got two and one. And we both enjoyed this movie as well. So. Yes, I love that. I love both movies equally. They're like two two of my children and they both are great. You know, they two different universes, multiverse. Yeah, they have some areas they could grow in, but overall, they're great. Right. <laughs> they're great, you know? So Yeah, that's all I have to say on that. And maybe we could do a, a fuller full Batman dive, thing yeah, for sure. down the line, but uh that's all I got. That's all I got right now. That's all I got too, man. Yeah. It was it was it was definitely a great take and it was a good movie. Go see it. Go see it. Check it out. Absolutely. In cinemas and we'll be on HBO Max in not HBO Max, but Disney Plus in 2 months maybe. We'll see. If you're holding out cuz you don't want to catch covid. I and the it. the Batman is on HBO Max. For free. Go watch it. Free trial. Okay. Or or rent it. Or not rent it, but or get a subscription, seventeen ninety nine. Or the ad ad version for seven ninety nine. Ooh. Whatever. Someone's done their homework. I have, I have, <laughs> I have. Alright, guys. Until next time, I can't promise you when that'll be because I'm enjoying my little sabbatical. But uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you, Jonathan, for coming on. Thank you, thank you. Until next oh wait, before we before I sign out, Jonathan, is there any plugs you want to do for you what you got going on? Hey, so for me on uh, Instagram, on TikTok, it's just Wage War Productions, W-A-G-E-W-A-R Productions with an S. That's me. That's where you find me. Y'all know what to do. All righty. Until next time, folks. Peace.